Hola, amigos. Welcome back to Tom Motivates. Yeah, yeah. I am the freestyling friend. My friends consistently tell me to shut the hell up, but that's why they love me. So it is what it is. So what's up, guys? Today I want to talk about, um, I said what I said, okay? Um, why do family and friends try to discredit how you feeling or what your traumas might be or whatever the case may be. So, for example, let's say someone is having, you know, they're really depressed or whatever, and they're having suicidal thoughts. A lot of times they feel shunned. And unfortunately, some go through with it because they feel like they have no one, right? So I feel alone. I might have all these people around me. So physically, I am not alone. But I am alone because it doesn't matter how many people are around me. I still feel isolated because I'm in my head, right? So if a person can be that deep and down and, you know, be able to go through something so horrific and then, you know, the people around them have to suffer with that loss afterwards, you know, it it simply makes you think of, you know, what their support system could have done for them, you know, and sometimes it's as simple as just being there for someone. Um, you might not be able to wrap your head around it, just like with a loss, you know, you don't really know what to say to your friends or your family or whatever, but you could just be there for them. And people remember that, you know, so it's like, if somebody is saying that they're down or they're depressed or they're out of it or they're in a rut, like that should be taken seriously. Not serious to the fact like, oh my God, you know, I'm about to come over and send you to the same asylum. No, but you should take heed when people are crying out because that's literally just a cry out for help. So it gets them from child trauma. You can uh, have grown up in a big family, but for whatever reason, you still felt alone. You know what I mean? So if you express that you felt alone as a kid and then now your siblings or your parents are looking at you like, well, what do you mean? You know, like you didn't really want for anything. You know, you didn't need for anything. And that's on the outside. But if that's genuinely how I felt and, I, you know, the person always felt like isolated and all of that, like what does that matter if the person on the outside is saying you know, it's this, it's that. Like, sometimes we just have to take what people say and let people talk, express themselves, especially when they're talking about themselves. Now, of course, you don't want people to beat themselves up and all that stuff. But, you know, we have to allow people and let people know if it's the right thing for you, you know, let them know that it's a safe space and that they can express themselves to you. So, for instance, I've been around people and, you know, just getting to know them. You talk about your life and all that stuff. And, you know, you're just acknowledging like, oh, well, you know, I've been through this. Or I've been through that. Or I strive to be this way because I grew up that way. And the person tells you that your trauma 
isn't a big deal or as big as theirs because theirs were more ex- more serious. Um, so, for example, um, a girl talking to a guy and saying, you know, I have daddy issues and my daddy issues, it might be abandonment issues. And because of that, you know, this is why that that girl went through this or that, you know, simply expressing herself to a guy to say that she's dating. And then that guy is like, oh, well, uh, you know, my friend got shot in front of me before. Like, so you need to stop crying or whatever. And it's like, I get it. Like, that was serious. You know, somebody could have lost their life. Like, that is traumatizing. But we still should not take away from, you know, that other person's trauma. So that's just like a privileged, quote unquote, uh, child, you know, having everything on the outside. Like, materialistically, they're good. But their parents are never home as a result. You know what I mean? That kid still can have abandonment issues, even though financially they might be well off. You know what I mean? Like people don't get that. It has nothing to do with materialistic things. It's how that person perceives what they went through. You know what I mean? And if they're taking the initiative and accountability to say, hey, I experienced this. I'm trying to process this. I'm having a hard time with this. And they're coming to you. Why can't you take what they're saying and listen and then, you know, give words of encouragement or whatever the case may be? I still know grown folks, grown, grown, you know what I mean? I'm 37. I don't like to say my age, but, you know, I am uh, the age of uh, the cast of friends and um, I guess girlfriends back in the day. But um, anyway, yes, I'm about my business, so it don't matter. Um, but I know grown, grown folks still talking about what mommy and daddy did or didn't do for them. You know what I mean? And that's all about processing it. But the way I look at it is that I'm breaking these generational curses. So if it's anything that I felt like my mom didn't do, my dad did do, whatever the case may be, I am going to incorporate the things that I wanted and that I appreciated growing up into my household. And I am going to leave the things that I felt that were not conducive to my household or were the best positive things for me growing up that to each his own I'm grown right I could do what I want with my family and my kids and right so if you chose to raise a child a certain way and now they have um, you know uh, uh, preconceived notions because of this then you got to live with that you know it doesn't matter whose child it is everybody's kid in some way felt like their parent could have did something better. You know what I mean? So um, why can people say, oh, well, I'm upset about this or I'm mad about this. Or, I got to pay these bills. I got to, you know what I mean? That's just, everybody has that. Everybody has the same kind of shit going on. Everybody got to get through this. Everybody got to get through that. Like that is a given. Like it might be levels to the stressors that you have in your life and the obstacles that you have to overcome, but everyone has speed bumps. Everyone has these obstacles. So for you to sit here and let's say complain about, oh, I'm sick of my job or this or that, but someone else can't say that they felt like Kevin and Home Alone before he was home alone, but still felt home alone. Y'all don't hear me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if he had 20 people in that house with him. He was still in the attic and was isolated from everyone. So still, even though he physically had all of these people that he knew cared for him. This is his blood. You know what I mean? He still felt like nobody got him. You know what I mean? So are we going to discredit Kevin for feeling that way when 
that's how he felt. That is how he looked at it from his, you know, adolescence eyes. Like I, 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 uh, I feel like I'm a little obnoxious some ways. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to understand that. Cause to me, it's just common sense. You know what I mean? That's how that person feels or whatever. So if they want to say, this is how I feel. Like, all right, you know, we good. Like, you know, get up after this. You're bugging. Like, I, I'm here for you, you know. But listen to people because when you shun them, you know, or like people stray away from therapy and expressing themselves because they have no safe space or safe place. You know what I mean? So everybody gossip, even your family. It's always this. It's always that. You know what I mean? You can have 18 sisters. You don't talk to 17 of them, but you said something to your mama and now all 18. You know what I mean? Like you don't even know who the 18th one is because you're supposed to be the 18th one, but everybody know what the hell going on in your life. You know what I mean? And it's like, I take pride in holding people's secret secret. Like if they came to me, it's none of my business to tell their business. And honestly, that's like, it's just a reflection of them. It's just an expression of them. Like any type of less than expected expression is seen as a weakness when even the strongest people have weaknesses. You know what I mean? We all are human. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, feeling is an emotion, you know, all that stuff. But if you if if you don't process said emotions, they turn into trauma. Whether you want to realize it or not, you triggered in all kinds of extra stuff because you ain't processed shit that you should have processed. And sometimes you don't even know what you need to process. But just knowing that something is off and you want to change your thinking process, how you feel and all that stuff, that's accountability. That's the beginning of it, you know, and I look at it like, to me, all of this is a reflection of that person. You know what I mean? Like you sitting here and saying, oh girl, bye, you have a good job. Just because I have a good job, that's the top of the glacier. You know what I mean? Like the iceberg. You don't see under that and all of the stuff that I have to do to put up with that job. You're just looking at it like, well, because I make this amount of money, you know, I should be okay. More money, more problems. Okay. East Coast, bad boy. You know what I mean? But like, what what does that have to do with anything? You know what I mean? Like the some of the richest people are the loneliest people in the world. You know how many celebrities I genuinely want to give a hug? Like I know that I wouldn't be able to afford to go out to eat with, to dinner with them, but I would just want to do that and pay on my own so they can literally see that I just genuinely want to be a friend of them and someone that they could say like, you know, she she's solid, like she's not around for the things that I could do for her. It's so many people. I, I really want to like make a business like going out and giving people hugs, like just genuinely being there for people, like friend to the end, my buddy. You know what I mean? I'm an 80s baby. So my 80s babies know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? But I feel like with all of this being a reflection of that person that they don't, they shouldn't deflect. They need to reflect. If you could come to me, I should be able to come to you. You know what I mean? And that's it. That is it. And I totally get that, you know, some people have trust issues. You know, I had a whole boyfriend in the past that would kick my back into my friends. Ulterior motive? Maybe. But my chica's got receipts, baby. You know, take that negative ish somewhere because it is not gossiping if you have told said person said thing to their face. And... My friends are solid. You know what I mean? But you, uh, we were also pillow talking and you talk about your friends and ain't nobody telling them how you 
feel about them, but you're still around them, even though you think they're toxic or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So like treat others how you want to be treated. You know what I mean? And I live by that. Treat others how you want to be treated. Be the person that you needed. So if I was sitting here and I was in depression and I'm sitting here and I'm crying out to somebody and they're like, girl, get it together. You know, I ain't never going to come to that person again. And not only that person, I might never go to anyone else again until, God forbid, I ain't here no more. And it's, oh, man, you know, she was such a good person. She was always positive. What does that mean? People still go through stuff. I strive to consistently be positive because I know how dark it is to get in that rut and feel like you're in quicksand and you literally feel like you can't get out. And it's like, all right, I know I got this. I'm strong. But it's still, why me? Why? I mean, you get in your head. And if you're overthinker, you know what I'm talking about, baby, because it could be a complete rabbit hole. You know what I mean? And you literally feel like a mouse, you know, in a case study trying to get the hell out of there. And it's like there is no way that you could possibly get out of there. But how many times did we feel that way and we got out of there, right? If we're at the bottom, the only way is up. If you're in hell, why would you want to stay there? You dig? You know, so telling people this and just people knowing that they have a safe space, safe space with you. That is more important than any gift that you can buy a person. You know, people remember how you treated them. They do. You know, and people really don't understand that. They think that people, you know, are just out for them or they paying attention to this or they pay this. They not. Everybody got their own shit. And why the ones that are paying attention don't got no damn life and need to do more for themselves. But for the most part, we all in this little ocean together trying to get to the damn shore. You know what I mean? So why does a person have to watch what they say and how they say it when they're talking about themselves? It's their life. Now, don't get me wrong. We ain't talking about no damn negative Nancy and, you know, all of that shit. But why? Why can't they express themselves? Look, sis, I need a minute of your time. Like, you good? You got a second? Like, yeah, what up, sis? Yo, I'm feeling real fucked up now. Me and my dude, we beefing. And, you know, this job is cutting back my hours. I think they about to let me go. You know what I mean? The car clunking out like we're in debt. You know, like, you know, I, I've been expecting for some time. And, you know, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, it, it, it don't feel up. That That's why I kick in as your friend. Like, sis, you got this. If I could help her, I'm going to help her. And I might be giving her a ride or letting her use my car or, you know, giving her a couple dollars if if, if seems fit and I got it. But if you genuinely care for that person, you're going to try to help them. Why? Because I would hope if I was in that situation, they'll be there for me. And sometimes, you know, that's just simply their perception. And not to say that it's right or, you know, they don't have to work on themselves or whatever the case may be. We all got to work on ourselves in some way. There is not one person out here that don't need to work on themselves in one in one way or another. We are evolving, innovative people. There is always room for elevation, for change. You know what I mean? For learning, for growth. And with their perception being like that sometimes, all you can do is just be there for them and encourage them if you genuinely care. Now, if you don't, you shouldn't say, look, I don't genuinely care about this. This is horrible. No, I don't want to hear it. You know, but you should have boundaries. You know, but love on the people that you, that you love. Be there for the people that you want to be there for. Life is short. Life is short. Everybody experiences somebody dying suddenly. 
Tomorrow is not promised. No, all my people know that I love them. I care for them today. Tomorrow. Like, it's not a thought. Period. You know what I mean? Stop being around the people that you don't want to be around and start gravitating towards the people that are going to be there for you unapologetically. And with that, as always, always love. To respond to a question, make a suggestion for an episode, to be a guest, or give feedback, reach out to us at info at you can also find us on social media at Tone Motivates on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Shades of Tone underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can find us at tonemotivates.com where all of those links are as well.